Welcome to the First Lady of Nutrition podcast. Anne Louise Gittleman is a New York Times bestselling author and visionary who has written over 37 books spanning four decades on nutrition and healthy living. For more information, check out annelouise.com. This episode of First Lady of Nutrition podcast is brought to you by Purity Coffee. Anne Louise recommends Purity Coffee because of their proprietary roasting method, which gives Purity 65% higher levels of antioxidants than any other organic coffees. Go to puritycoffee.com and enter coupon code ALG25 for 25% off your first order. And now your host, nutrition, diet, detox, and environmental visionary and the first lady of nutrition, Anne Louise Gittleman. So my guests today, Scott Douglas and Patricia Tomowski, say that there is hope in healing for ALS. Scott, introduce yourself and what is the hope in healing for ALS, my friend? Hi, I'm Scott Douglas. The hope in healing for ALS is basically giving hope to those who that are diagnosed and they don't receive that hope upon diagnosis. So what we're doing is giving hope to those because we know that others have not only stopped the progression of a myotrophic lateral sclerosis, but some have actually reversed their symptoms. And because of this, there is a document of these in peer-reviewed journals of those. There are 57 ALS documented reversals with Duke University. Oh, nobody knows this. This is such important work. And is this the same as Lou Gehrig's disease? Yes, this is Lou Gehrig's disease. And throughout most of the rest of the world, it's MND, motor neuron disease. And what is the underlying cause? Do you know? And tell me a little bit about Patricia. Is she a co-founder of yourhealingals.org? Yes, Patricia is a co-founder here. And there, it's a multifactorial disease. So there's various ways that um, they end up with this diagnosis. And Patricia is right here. And Tish, can you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Patricia Tomowski. And we have been researching this. It started back when my mother got diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And my grandmother had Alzheimer's dementia. Mm. Then my mother, and she died of it over a 20-year period. And then uh, back in 2009, my mm -hmm. mother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's dementia. And we found out that this disease is reversible. Oh and then God. we got guided to start doing ALS. So at first, for the first few years, we mm -hmm. just did ALS and Alzheimer's together. And then essentially we've been told to focus on ALS, but back in 2009, when I said, okay, let me just look up some vitamins that'll be good for mom to slow this down a little bit because we knew B vitamins and omega-3s were really important. And lo and behold, on the internet, we found out that people had reversed Alzheimer's oh, disease. Yes. And so we actually were um, instrumental in assisting in the co-founding of sharpagain.org, which is a nonprofit based in New York about people who have reversed Alzheimer's. And we have a YouTube couple of YouTube videos on it. We have one one hour YouTube videos on our Healing Advocates YouTube channel called Alzheimer's Reversed. And it basically, we went around the country. We interviewed people with both Alzheimer's and ALS who had gotten better. Hmm. And so we that video is on YouTube right now. I think it has 170,000 views. And if you want a quick review of how Alzheimer's is reversible, then just go and find out all those things that 
uh, that they did to reverse Alzheimer's. And actually, Alzheimer's is actually easier than ALS. And so once we have ALS figured out, basically Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and MS are a lot easier. All right. So we've got a lot to unpack here. So are you finding different patterns of dysfunction with people that have ALS? Is there an underlying cause, multiple causes, multifactorial? What are Absolutely. some of the triggers, my friends? Okay, there are multi, multiple. multiple causes of ALS. You, you, you probably have, if you've got ALS, you probably have probably four or five of these things. You have possibly heavy metal poisoning. Mm -hmm. You possibly have mold poisoning you are probably full of pesticides. You have probably three or four or five viruses and your immune systems normally control viruses and keep them in, at bay. But with ALS, they wreak their um, havoc because the immune system has been compromised. You probably have bacteria. You may have an underlying infection. Mm -hmm. Now the genetics is actually less important but what happens with your genetics, you might have an MTHFR gene, for example, which limits your ability to, to detox these mm -hmm. things. You might have an SOD1 gene, but yes. no matter what your genetics are, you can still reverse ALS. It just means you're not a good detoxer. So you're going to be more susceptible to all these toxins in your environment than the normal person. Oh, plus and the blood brain barrier. Yeah. Is broken. And unfortunately, I'm going to spell it out. It's the V-A-X word, which I'm not going to put on here because I don't want anybody to get deplatformed. But probably about 10% of the people that are in our audience, mm -hmm. actually their ALS was triggered mm -hmm. by a V-A-X. And different kinds. Could be yes. flu, could be shingles, could, could be COVID. COVID. Yeah, absolutely. That was that was the onset of symptoms, right? And after. then, yes. and it's not like they didn't have all the underlying things. It takes a perfect storm of things to get ALS. That's why we're only one in thirty thousand people getting it. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, it's all these things together, and these fifty-seven reversals, and we know of over a hundred. Definitely, it's just that Duke will not, um, will not confirm a reversal and they're until they're 100 sure like if they're mm -hmm. they, they nobody used to listen to us they always used right. to say you were misdiagnosed you don't have you never had ALS and otherwise when, you wouldn't have gotten better and we heard that hundreds that's true of times. and when they're confused they just give us the typical ridicule which yes. is yes um and Duke University by the way doesn't um doesn't uh help anyone heal because they don't know how to heal but uh dr richard bedlack who's an md phd there is very good at confirming and documenting and documenting showing the all the biomarkers diagnoses and saying yes this person absolutely had als and they have absolutely reversed it so we've got to say even though dr bedlack is not a holistic doctor he's a traditional doctor mm -hmm. and he will not help you heal the fact that he had the courage mm -hmm to go to his colleagues and say hey guys this is real um, this is real these is people happening. are reversing we through have natural holistic methods and then it's a hard it's a hard thing to grasp but some of them have been doing this with the natural holistic methods without a medical professional 
Oh, I can imagine. But how do you get diagnosed? I, I want to go back a little bit. Number one, what are the symptoms and how do you get diagnosed? It is a very long process to get diagnosed. Yes. First, they have to rule out MS. They have to rule out neuropathy. They have to rule out all of the other neurological diseases. Mm -hmm. There are certain biomarkers you have to have um, and um, eat. Uh, yeah. What is it called? The which one? That test that they, MG. There's a there's a test that they muscle test and I the muscle testing electrocardiogram is various. No, tests. it's not electrocardiogram, well, Scott. Or the muscle that's biopsy, the muscle biopsy test can, also. Yeah, and that's they another. don't usually do an. It's EMG. Thank oh, you. Oh yes, and the EMG. You yeah. can edit that out. It's an EMG mm -hmm. test. You have to have that. You have to have, there's a whole line of symptoms and we're not medical professionals, but basically to get a definitive ALS diagnosis takes uh, quite a bit of testing. And sometimes it takes people six months, a year, a year and a half or two years to finally get diagnosed. They are getting better at these diagnostic tests, but the reality is without an EMG combined with all of these other other tests, including the biopsies. Tests, and yes. Well, uh, what are these symptoms? How do they how do they differentiate between multiple sclerosis and ALS? Yeah, I do want to mention we are not though, medical professionals. We're not medical professionals and we're not giving medical advice. No, no, my, my people understand that, but what is what is the difference in symptomology? We don't I, I've got to say we don't know because we we're not we're, experts at this. I think you'd have to ask a neurologist what the difference between symptoms of MS and, and symptoms, symptoms of ALS of, or just exact. Google it. You have to Let exact. me ask you this. Typically an, an ALS patient has problems with Eating, sleeping, walking, gait, balance. What are the typical symptoms that you can analyze? Okay, so the main two onsets of ALS are bulbar onset, which means it affects your swallowing and your voice first. And breathing. And the second is limb onset, where it's affecting your arms or your legs or both first. So if you have limb onset, suppose you have limb onset in your legs, then that's going to be the first thing that is is affected. And you're walking, well, you'll start tripping and falling. Your gait you changes. won't be able to. Mm -hmm. Gait changes, you'll have possible drop foot. Um, that's usually the sign of limb onset. And then eventually you'll end up in a wheelchair. And what happens is slowly but surely you use, it's a motor neuron disease, which so it's affecting the motor neurons and the ability of those neurons to signal the muscles. So you there's nothing wrong with your muscles at all. The reason that you end up with muscle wasting is the signaling to from the motor neurons to the muscles don't work. And so you are no signal, you're no longer signaling. So if you look at people in wheelchairs, the uh, a lot of people with um with mm -hmm. uh, that are quadriplegics or paraplegics mm -hmm. have really skinny legs. It's because they're not using those muscles, so the muscles are atrophying. But yes. there's nothing wrong with the muscles themselves. And once you fix the motor neurons, the muscles yes. will come back once they're stimulated again. Well, so and how do again, you do, and how do you do that? What are some of the things people have done to reverse this? The First Lady of Nutrition podcast is brought to you by Purity Coffee with 65% higher levels of antioxidants than other organic coffees. Purity Coffee uses third-party labs to test for pesticides, mold, mycotoxins, and heavy metals. 
Purity Coffee also uses a proprietary roasting protocol that retains high levels of bioactive compounds and that have been linked to specific health benefits and is especially supportive of the heart and liver, which Anne Louise writes about in Radical Metabolism and Radical Longevity. Go to puritycoffee.com and enter coupon code ALG25 for 25% off your first order. That's puritycoffee.com and enter coupon code ALG25 for 25% off your first order. And now back to the podcast. The first most important thing is diet change. We don't realize all of the processed foods that we are eating in a modern society. And there is a lot of junk in there. So the gut function is huge. So the first thing to do is to heal the gut, heal the gut through diet, heal the gut through probiotics, Um, the metals, the presence of heavy metals. You need to detox that because the presence of heavy metals interfere with gut function, the presence of pesticides interfere with gut function so that you need to detox from those and obviously start eating organic. So you're not getting more pesticides in Uh, viruses and bacteria often need to be treated. Ideally avoiding antibiotics, antibiotics are usually a disaster for somebody with ALS. On the other hand, sometimes they're needed. If you have a raging infection, you darn well better take antibiotics to heal it, but Mm -hmm. then you better take probiotics. And then the next thing after your infection is gone is to really focus on healing that gut. And all of these are physical. I want to say it is 60% mental and about 40% physical. What happens is everyone focuses on the physical dietary changes, trying to get the cells back activated and fed, taking care of gut function so you're absorbable with nutrients and all of that. That's fine. But the mental component is what made those stop the progression of this disease, which differentiates those who are just working on the physical. So if your body is not in a state of healing, your whole parasympathetic gene nervous system is if a raging lion's coming towards you, you're in defense mode and you're in defense mode even down to the cellular level. And so what you need to do is concentrate to where your mind is relaxed in a state of healing. Don't look at the lion or look at everything coming to you from television and whatnot, building those fears and anxieties. You need to be looking at butterflies. You need to be looking at a beautiful sky. You need to be relaxing. That way, these cells can absorb the nutrients like they are supposed to be absorbing in a relaxing state. That has made a tremendous difference between those stopping the progression and reversing and those who are still fighting this disease. Okay, Okay. so being in this parasympathetic state or, or switching from sympathetic to parasympathetic is a key what yeah, else is, a, is one of the keys so for, let's give you keys. an example if you're in a state of stress all of the magnesium in your body basically disappears yes the cortisol levels and go up one and of the issues your magnesium away with, your fasciculations your all of that cramping comes right back so one of the issues with als is that you have a magnesium deficiency so if you're in a state of stress and you're trying to correct that magnesium deficiency, it's never going to happen. So you need to do absolutely take magnesium. Most of us are deficient in magnesium anyway, but uh, the, the people with ALS are definitely. So you need to absolutely control your thoughts so that your stress doesn't deplete you again immediately of your magnesium. So it's a piece. So if you're deficient in vitamin C, if you're deficient in iodine, if you're deficient in all these things, mm-hmm. and again, stress also depletes your antioxidants. That's it right. depletes your vitamin C. 
all of these things. That's why Scott said it's so important mm -hmm. that you stay in that parasympathetic state. Then when you start supplementing with these vitamins and minerals that you have depleted yourself with, they will then start healing your body. Literally starts waking the body up. And so, that's where that mind motor neuron body connection needs to um, basically come alive. And a lot of this is done also through frequency medicine. So tell me about frequency medicine, meaning explain to my listeners what that means. Well, actually, well, most of the reversals that we have studied have not used the frequency medicine, but the last few that have yes, been healing recently mm -hmm. are using, like one of them is Dr. Jerry Tennant. He has a brand new ALS reversal right now that, and he's coming to our conference, which will be already passed by the time this podcast airs. But that's, it's just, a, it's almost the future of medicine. We have another person with ALS that's using an at-home frequency machine that you can just use um, it's called the AO scan device mm -hmm. and she is getting her energy back. Yes. Her voice is coming back. Yes. It's in, as she's sleeping better, it's unbelievable. So I believe it's a combination of all these things. So most of the reversals that are documented right now, um, mm -hmm. have used, they use a combination of everyone. Number one is control your thoughts, your Be thoughts. positive, let go of the stress. If you haven't forgiven everybody and anybody in your life, you have 100% control of that. You can choose to forgive or not, but if you don't forgive, you're carrying that anger and you are putting yourself in a state of trust. You're not hurting the other person at all. You're hurting yourself. It's creating so blocks for you. Internally. It's creating energy blocks. Um, by the way, what we can advertise is if you go to healingals.org, you are going to be able to see the recordings of the 2022 Healing oh, ALS right. Conference. Yes. And you will be able to learn how to reverse ALS, how all of these other people have actually, we have people that had two fingers of movement mm -hmm. that are now walking up mountains. Yes. Now some that on, is incredible. Some on trach, some on ventilators. Mark Manchester, some, tell yes. him about Mark. Oh, Mark is amazing. He um, actually uh, did a Sunday program with us on how to have fun when you can't breathe can't oh. move, can't uh, eat, eat, and can't speak. And can't speak. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and he eat. would go to football games. And he would go to concerts. Yes. And it was a big, believe me, when you have someone who cannot move, eat, breathe, or speak, it's a big, it takes like two hours to get them ready. Then they have to go into their wheelchair van, get wheeled there. Mm -hmm. They have the backup breathing machine because they're hundred percent yes. dependent on breathing. So one time at a football game, there was a touchdown going on oh, and yes. Mark's battery and runs out battery ran oh. and nobody notices until he starts turning blue. Yes. I'm like, Oh no, we got to plug in the backup machine oh my god get yes. him breathing again. get him back breathing again and he's, he's able to now he hiked with me for two miles on the beach down in florida where he lived lauderdale by the sea and he's able to tell this story from his perspective which is amazing so what did he do what did he do i want my people to get a real solid idea of what some of these miracle mindset people do to get well okay the first thing he did was the mindset he his job when he couldn't move because he couldn't go to the bathroom on his own he, he couldn't, couldn't even lift one finger he couldn't even move two fingers enough to drive his own electric wheelchair right 
That's how bad he was. And he was on a tracheostomy for three years, years. Yep. totally dependent on, on machines to help him breathe. So the and first feeding thing he tube. did was change his thought patterns. Yeah, he said his responsibility was to be positive because he was dependent on his caregivers. He said, I don't well better be positive for my caregivers and not fake, fake it till you make it. But the idea is be full of gratitude. He would listen to music, any music that made him feel better. He would go use eye gaze and search the internet about any saw therapist for a while, mm -hmm. anything that would help him stay in a positive mindset because he knew that was key to healing. So that was number one is, and mm -hmm. everybody, the way they're going to do it is different. And so the way Mark did it is going to be different than the way other people do it. But that he knew that and was he key. was on a bad diet for those first three years. He was right, but that was in 214. In so 214, yeah, but that was before he figured out the whole mindset thing. Yes. So in four, then, he was diagnosed in 2011. Yes. In 2014, now this is also interesting. He started going out with his uh wife. He was divorced, had been divorced for like five years, but he started going out with Lisa in about 2013. And yes. then they ended up getting married in 2014. And he was already on a feeding tube when he met her. And then they got a trach in 2015. And proposing with ALS. Tell me that's not a positive outcome right there. I mean, it's amazing. We've got their wedding on the beach. But anyway, what's really interesting is Lisa was so key to this because she already knew about holistic healing. So she was able to, she had done a ton of research on her own mm -hmm. Um and she was also a certified health coach type of person and uh natural health coach and natural healing coach whatever it was <laughs> and so she knew a lot so she and when at about january of 214 she said you got to get off this diet this is crazy we need to start healing you they went and visited a naturopath so he was mm -hmm. under the guidance of a naturopath um starting in about january i think of 2014 okay. and they really cleaned up his diet Mm -hmm. They focused on healing his gut. Uh, they key. use these soul products, S-O-L-L-E, because they're all food-based supplements. Mm -hmm. And so they, she said, I'm getting you on a food-based supplement. Forget about, uh, forget about artificial supplements. I want food-based. And so basically it took them about two to three years to really heal that gut. They cleaned up everything. So somewhere- But as he did that, that he started years, gaining in functionality. He started getting movements here. No, movements he there. did not until and 18. he took the, the, the L product, the l -serine. Yeah. So first, so they did everything. And understand, you're sitting there doing holistic medicine and you're getting worse and worse and worse. Mm -hmm. Most people give up. Lisa and Mark did not. They said, look, Never there's science it. behind this. We're not giving up. We're going to keep giving you phenomenally good foods. They used one of the all natural feeding tube supplements. There's like Liquid Hope and Kate Farms, those kind of natural supplements. Forget the regular feeding tube formula that will just, that will basically, that's all sugar. It causes diabetes. Causes all sorts of problems. So you have to have a really good whole food organic um feeding supplement so he his diet was under control with the feeding supplements and then um and mm -hmm. then so all plant-based um mm -hmm. all plant-based um supplements and then and they worked on you know they have a they have a detox supplement and they did all this stuff so basically they healed him now what happened was he kept getting worse so in 2018 he still couldn't move so remember they started this in 14 he was on a trach by 15 and in eight, by 18, he's still not moving. 
So mm-hmm. what's going on? And then they started this new product uh, called Leap, L-E-A-P, Leap to be fit. Leap XX sells several products. Oh, the first thing was L-Serine. L-Serine. They uh, mm-hmm. actually talked to um, a doctor at Duke University, said, why don't you try L-Serine? He gets an L-Serine and he feels just a little bit stronger. And he's noticing a little bit of difference with the L-Serine. But it wasn't until they started the Leap. the Leap. Yes. And all of a sudden he's getting stronger. They started, now, excuse me, they started what? L-E-A-P. If you go to leapxx.com. Hi, my friends. Before I go any further, let me take a moment to, to acknowledge my sponsor, Unikey Health, unikeyhealth.com, which is your universal key to health since 1992. I have been a spokesperson for this company for over 30 years. They're the home of all my weight loss plans, the Fat Blasting Bio Builder, which has been featured in national magazines. They also carry the ultimate brain support and the magnesium multitasker. So whether it's weight loss, internal cleansing, or just targeted health support, go to unikeyhealth.com. Tell them Anne Louise sent you. We have all sorts of people getting better on mm-hmm. this product, yes. which is what it's uh, just a supplements. Go, you can go look at all the ingredients that has all these great supplements. Like one of the most important things are selenium. If mm-hmm. you don't have a couple hundred milligrams of selenium a day, and I think there's only 70 people who are taking it twice a day. So they're only getting 150 milligrams of selenium. You need that every day. Now, if you, if you are sensitive so, to yeah. selenium, you bond well better taking molybdenum. Also. Right, molybdenum. So, you- yeah, you take a little bit of molybdenum, that helps you absorb your selenium. So, if people have any kind of reaction to selenium, it doesn't mean you have too much selenium. Some of the doctors say that. That has nothing that to do with it. Do. It's yes. because the molybdenum, you, it's been, your selenium is blocking. blocking. You got this block, these got these receptors are blocked. But if you add molybdenum, it opens receptors. It helps. And people have completely reversed mm-hmm. and understand. The key is absorption. There are things that are out there stopping your absorption like the pesticides and the glyphosates and things of that nature. Sometimes it's just grain. Sometimes it's just gluten. But the key is absorption. Once that gut function is healed where you can absorb, things do correct. And sometimes it takes colon hydrotherapy and other modalities to get that corrected. But that is one of the keys. When he switched to the leap, his body was already set with these other natural plant-based products to where his body can absorb those nutrients that the leap gave. And that's when he started gaining in functionality. I'm I'm interested in in backing up a little bit. You said something about serine. What was there about serine? It's L-serine. But that's just one. L-serine is just one. There are probably, if you grab that bottle, there there are... probably 30 ingredients in the leap. You have to look at the ingredients on the back. If you go to leapxx.com, look at the ingredients on the back of their leap to be fit product, not their leap XL, because that does not have all of the nutrients in it. Leap XL is great for a sports drink and an energy drink, but um, the leap XX is what you want to be taking uh, twice a day. If you Mm -hmm. have a neurodegenerative disease and look, we don't really care how people heal. We care about what works mm-hmm. and we have actually dozens of ALS reversals that this was the key to their starting to regain their functionality. And we don't have any single product that we've even heard of that or, has yeah. this kind of results. Now, the issue is with Mark and Lisa, just as an example, they had already healed the gut. 
and they had already healed the liver through the supplements. They just didn't have time. They didn't have to do the other things. Now, there's another person, uh, Steve Bishop. Oh, yes. Yeah, Stephen Bishop. Bishop. He healed with ProTendum. And but if he hadn't healed the gut with, I think, with his diet, I don't think the protendum would have worked because a lot of, we, you know, we've heard of 100 people that take protendum. Well, it didn't work for me. Right. Even Lee. Oh, it didn't work for me. You've got to do everything. You have to do the mindset. Mm -hmm. You've got to make sure you're pooping at least two to two to three times a day. You need to be pooping yes. to make sure that the toxins, otherwise you're pulling out toxins, but you're not getting them out of your body. So that that bowel thing has to be. Uh, moving if you if you're constipated all detox pathways have to be open and that's how you that's what are the key to accepting these nutrients that you that, that seems to be the key to many neurological diseases not just als yes that is true we have somebody with ms actually uh she's about 98 percent better right now um, it's less complex that 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 than ALS, but basically, uh, she got her fillings out. The, the mm -hmm. people with ALS, you get them out slowly by a mercury safe dentist. Don't get them out all at once because so we that leads me to. I'm going to jump in here. What is the key heavy metal you find in most people? I mean, mercury, heavy metal. Mercury. It's got to be mercury and lead. That mercury lead combination, it just makes it a thousandfold worse. And they're getting it from. Dental the, amalgams. That's the most pr and, prominent reason. If you look at the World Health Organization, they say that dental amalgams is actually the leading cause of mercury poisoning because even a 25-year-old filling, mm -hmm. if you go and do a, do a smoking, look at the smoking teeth video from IAOMT.org, it shows it's off-gassing. Every time you drink hot coffee, every time you eat hot food, you are off-gassing mercury and it's a methyl mercury. Mercury, which, which is, is the, the worst, worst form kind and it goes right it crosses the blood-brain barrier so you are poisoning yourself every time you eat mm -hmm. now that said you've been poisoning yourself for years so please don't go to a regular dentist to get your fillings out and please get your fillings out one or two at a time from a mercury safe dentist mm -hmm. we know people whose als was triggered by they, for cosmetic reasons, they went to a regular dentist, got all their fillings replaced with white ones, and they got ALS within months. And some of them got ALS within days. Because the precautions was not taken. They, they got mercury them. poisoning. Yes. And another one is root canals. You know, I, somebody got a root canal and within an hour. They started having as, symptoms. They started getting their first ALS symptoms. That's another trigger uh, for ALS. So fillings, um, what else? Um, fish, overeating fish, 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 absolutely. Large fish, large fish. You've got to eat. If you the... eat fish, you can eat small fish. Part of the reason there's something going on with the omega threes. So there are people with ALS that are reversing that are still eating fish occasionally. They don't eat a lot of it, but if you if you combine the fish with omega threes, it doesn't seem to be as detrimental because the fish has omega-3s, if it's small fish. Um, other people are so sensitive to mercury, they can't have any fish. So, so everybody yes, exactly. is different. Mm -hmm. They seem to have a different tolerance level for fish. Um, as a precaution, people could go totally off of fish. But as a result, we also know that there are some people with ALS that have reversed this disease that are still eating fish. So it depends. At HealingALS.org, we basically let people know that this is their personal journey. It's a multifactorial disease. 
people end up with ALS in various different ways. Sometimes it's the carpentry and the stains and all of the things that you're working with on the job, including road workers, a lot of military because of the solvents and all of the petroleum-based products. But because that is multifactorial that you gain, it's also a multi-way um, that you can detox, the different ways that people have gained in functionality. So you have to choose your own journey. And your journey makes the difference on how you heal. So what we do is give you a variety of those who have reversed this disease and you choose your own journey of what resonates with you in order to heal. And what is your website called? Healingals.org. So I want to tell you a story if I can which this is why this website is so important. It's not the prettiest website, although hopefully by the time this airs, we'll have a new one up. But um, healingals.org is full of phenomenal information. So I'm going to tell you a story. There was a man, He was his name is Sergio, and he was 42 years old, and he lived in Germany. Now, he only speaks English. I mean, he only speaks Spanish and German, does not even speak English. And it was December of 2015 yes. that he was diagnosed with ALS and he told his wife, I am not going to deal with this disease. I am just going to go to Switzerland, which is legal and commit suicide. He oh had reached God. a point to where he couldn't move anymore and he was in a wheelchair. And so he wanted his wife to take him to Switzerland where he can legally commit suicide. Oh my God. God bless his wife because his wife said, um, who's going to drive you? Because I'm not. And I'm going to make sure nobody else does either. <laughs> and we're going to fight this together. Mm -hmm. And we have a son. And you're not going to just leave us. Sorry. <laughs> so in January, they found healingals.org. Well, he stumbled across our website. And that's what happened. Again, he doesn't, he speak, doesn't English. speak English. But he saw that there were folks there that have stopped the progression and reversed this disease. So he translated everything from English to Spanish using Google Translate, I think it I was. Mean, whatever translator he used. And so then he studied what everybody did to reverse. He read every single blog. He read every single story. He followed every single link. And he, I think he put it into a spreadsheet. The guy's super smart. And he said, wow, I can do this. All these people have done this. I can do this. And then he took it to the next level and did his own research. Mm -hmm. And today he is playing tennis. He's doing karate he today. It's doing, amazing. He does yoga, karate, everything. He's amazing. And he's completely healed. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's he, just he one this, example. He did this on his own without medical professionals. So what, what else do you offer on your website? And you said something about a conference. Tell me about the conference. I think if you look at the conference recordings from 2019 and 2022, that we had one reversal and all she did was watch the 2019 conference mm -hmm. three times. Yes. You watch it and, and she studied it and she started implementing things slowly, but surely. And now she is doing extremely well. So there is a huge amount of information. People have to take their health into their own hands. If anybody is interested in reading Kelly Turner, Radical Remission, yes. and her second book, Radical Hope, what she has found, and she's a PhD, and she's looked at thousands of people who have reversed chronic diseases and terminal diseases, and what they've done, and uh, the key is taking your health into your own hands, yeah. doing the research, 
Mm -hmm. uh, changing your diet, adding vitamins and minerals, getting yes. a support system around you, yes. uh, getting some belief in higher on a higher power, Staying doing positive. some sort of meditation or prayer. And these are all key things. And she's done it as a PhD. She did research and she's looked at the data and said, these are the things that people did to heal. So if you have any kind of a terminal disease or a chronic disease, I suggest you read Kelly Turner, uh, PhD, her book. It's very easy to read. It's a very quick read. And it's going to be absolutely amazing that we're going to see more and more reversals of all these diseases. One of the key people that we met back in 2010 was Eric Edney. Eric Edney in 2010 said the most important thing that he did when he stopped the progression of his ALS was positive mental attitude. That made the, all the difference, he said, in him stopping his progression and reversing his symptoms. And he has a book out called Eric is Winning. But I want to know more about your conference. You just had a conference. We are actually having a conference next week. By the time this airs, the conference will be a month or two down the road. Exactly. Uh, where, are, where was the conference? Uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. And what was it about? It's called healingalsconference.org. And so it is all about um, it's all about healing from ALS. That's uh, and then we it's full of functional and integrative medical doctors, naturopaths. Um, I think we have about eighty five uh, people with, with ALS coming. Mm -hmm. We have we have you know we have mm -hmm. a at least a few hundred couple hundred people coming um, live at the conference and in addition we're recording it but this is really a combination of medical professionals who are getting together to um look at this disease because a lot of them have had successes they've had als patients reverse they're sharing with each other because our goal is to get 90 percent of people with als reversing within five years from your lips to god's ears Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen because we're getting more and more reversals. We have an audience right now. Every Sunday mm -hmm. we give, except for holidays, every Sunday, except for holiday weekends, we give a free Healing ALS Sundays recording. And it's right on the website, healingals.org every week. Mm -hmm. And people can come free of charge on Sunday afternoons at 2 p.m. Eastern and learn how people reverse we have medical doctors on there we have, have als reversals telling their own story of what they went through and how they did it it's there, was a, there was a gentleman dr craig osler is he part of your organization oh we interviewed craig osler back in what was that 2000 yeah craig oster we know about craig oster we did an interview with him yes he has managed to uh stop the progression and reverse it partially, partially. but he's still in a fight he is like 27 years into ALS. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. That is a huge success. Mm -hmm. And he's not walking around on his own yet. But let me tell you, we have not given up hope. He's we an know, fighter. We he know that he can reverse it along ALS. And that's why we're having this conference, frankly, because we need all these medical doctors to get together, all the people with ALS who have reversed to get together, all mm -hmm. the people that are still fighting and their families to get together. And it's almost like a gigantic think tank of how are we going to get more people reversing? And about 70% of our audience has managed to slow it down. 
about 10% to 15% have stopped it completely. Like they're not, they've totally stabilized it. They're not getting any worse. And about five to 10% are reversing. Now that is better than any clinical study out there. Mm -hmm. And we know that until 90% of reversing, we're not going to be happy. So we are so. adding things and people, every Sunday people learn stuff. It's like, oh, I should have done. And they're start, more and more starting to reverse it. More and more starting to stop the progression. So guess what? People take their health into their own hands. They change their mental attitude. They start, oh, let me try this supplement. Let me try this detox method. They slowly, that's, let me talk to this other naturopath who's got this other idea. Guess what? They keep experimenting and eventually they start getting better. It's and that's a why, that is why we're having the medical therapeutic think tank is because the question is why, why is it that some are just stopping the progression? Why is it are some that are long-term survivors and others who are actually reversing it? We're getting closer and closer. And if we could answer that question, why, I think we can get to the bottom of this disease. And so everybody has to tune into healingals.org. And are you doing a docu-series? We are working on that. That is in progress, but it is changing as we go through time. It is changing because we're getting so much closer and, and better. We know a lot more now than we did six, seven years ago about ALS. Our goal is to get this docu-series done in 2023. It's a lot of work. We have a huge amount of footage, but that is our goal. We have been so focused on the... Um, just helping people as they're going mm -hmm. that we are um, we are we're working on it and we're working on a book. So we're hoping to have those out within the next year, both of them. Thank you. Will you come back again, Scott Douglas and Patricia Tomowski? Absolutely. We should do a follow up. <laughs> we should do a follow up when we get 100 percent of people cured. I love this. So there are no incurables. They're just not looking in the right place. That is true. That is true. And I and, and and nothing against the science or anything like that. To me, I feel a lot of medical professionals need to approach this with an open mind instead of saying, oh, must have been misdiagnosed. Some of these had four different diagnoses on this. So they weren't misdiagnosed. They are actually doing things that the going allopathic medicine is not going. It's a different forest they're looking at. You can look at genealogy. You can look at different science or different ways, but a lot of the allopathic medicine, they're totally missing this mental component. Amen. <laughs> and let us all say amen. So amen. Thanks, thanks yes. for being my guest. I want to thank my listeners for listening to yet another episode of the First Lady of Nutrition. I'm Ann Louise Gittleman, wishing you a blessed week full of love, compassion, and peace. Shalom uvracha. don't forget to subscribe and like First Lady of Nutrition podcast. Thank you so very much.